uh, <laughs> talked over to me Corona 14 I think this is 14 in um, in 16 days I've done so we're getting there now we're getting there uh, joined today with by uh, Matt McGibbon good friend of mine and Derby County match day out so how are you Matt? Yeah, I'm good, pal. How are you? Going a bit stir-crazy, crawling the walls, watching Starsky and Hutch and Sweeney <laughs> and Minder. But apart from that, all's good, buddy. All good. Good. Well, I've taken the challenge of um, thinking about your all-time 11. How have you got on? Yeah, I, I published it on social media yesterday. Mixed reviews. I think a lot of people were sort of happy with uh, my sort of watching time who concurred with the, the players. I mean, it's a mainly a 70s, 80s, 90s blend that I've gone for. Um, and lots, obviously, of, of great players in that time and people I omitted where it was really flip of a coin with one or two. But, you know, you've you just got to go with your best 11 and um, and let people sort of chew the fat with it. Yeah. I'll read mine out quickly, see what you think yeah. of mine, and then we'll have yours. Obviously, there's only two rules that I've implemented that are, you've got to have seen them so from your generation I know yours you've seen all yours and no Wayne Rooney I've banned Rooney because I don't think he's played yeah. enough games to warrant it no that's probably a fair call at the moment isn't it yeah so I went for uh, Scott Carson in goal um, back four of Chrissy Powell Stimak Carbonari and Andre Wisdom at right back but Andre Wisdom from his 2014 loan spell when he yeah. was at Right back, <clears throat> excuse yeah, me. Superb. superb that season, yeah. Yeah, um, a diamond in midfield, trying to force everyone in. There's a lot of creativity here. Uh, at the base of it, Robin van der Laan. Yeah. Um, on the left, Asanovic. Yeah. On the right, Iranio. Uh, and at the tip of that is Will Hughes. And then yeah. up front, um, the big man, Chrissy Martin, and Malcolm Christie playing off him. Yeah, that's a decent shout, pal. Yeah. What's your sort of watching time then when? When are you starting off then? 19... Um, 97, 96, 97 I started going, but I've kind of done it from 98 onwards when I was actually watching it and kind of had some idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, so I think 98 onwards I, I am. I'm not lucky enough, lucky enough to see some of the players you've seen. Obviously, you've had a great team in the 70s and a great team in the 80s that you can pick from. Yeah. Um, I think there's only, what, one, three players from the last... 18 years I've picked so that kind of shows the, st- the difference in standards I've had to pick from Did you not look at uh, your mounts and your tamoris? Do you know what um, a good friend of mine uh, Mark Curtin who goes to a lot of the games he sent me his last night and he put Mason Martin in and I didn't even think to think of last season I, yeah. I, I completely dismissed it so Mount, Mount would have probably it would have been between Mount and Hughes I think Yeah um, yeah. Hughes might have just edged it for playing 200 odd games exactly yeah yeah. He's, there's a lot more games under Will's belt for the rounds isn't there so yeah that's who were you for at the back again uh, Chrissy Powell yeah um, we've not had a great deal of left backs in my lifetime to choose from really no um, it was going to be Eddie Lewis but I've gone with Chris Powell instead <laughs> Igor Carbonari and uh, Andre Wisdom yeah, might have given some more of the, the nod over Carbonari, but apart from that, that's a good back four. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair shout. That's a fair shout. Um, what have you gone with? Um, I've gone with uh, Schultz in goal, um, which again, tough call really because Poon was excellent for us. And, and obviously Colin Bolton won two championship, well, the, the premise it is now. So, um, 
But Schultz, even though he was sort of coming to the end of his time, he played in a World Cup semi-final while he was a Rams player. So I, he just got the nod on on uh, Poom. And also, as I say, Colin Bolton was in the shake-up of the three to look at. Uh, although I do think Scott Carson was, was superb for us. Um, back four, well, back four. I've gone with Toddy sitting at, at the back as sweeper with Mark Wright and Roy McFarland um, as his centre-halves, with Igor just sitting in front of them as a sort of, I wouldn't say a holding midfield, more of a sort of a central defender to sort of pick the ball up and, and sort, of, sort of direct traffic around him. So that's my sort of four. If you want me to put my wing-backs into this stage, I've got my David Nish on the left and Aranio on the right. So That's a good shot. There's, there's six players there and, to be honest, they're that good. Um, you could sort of leave them to their own devices, I'm sure, and they would be able to sort of sort out who's picking men or mm. who's spare, who wants the ball. You've got no shortage of people there who want the ball at the feet and can play. So, yeah. Um, further forward then, what have you gone for? Three, five, two? I would say it's, yeah, it's more of a three, five, two. So, if we say the three at the back, a, a Todd sitting centrally in between his centre-halves, Mark Wright and... Uh, and Roy Mack, um, then across the five across the middle, uh, we go with on the left would be Nish's wing back. Yeah. Uh, and Zanovic just tucked inside him. Um, we'd have, say, Stimak, that sitting role. Um, Archie Gemmel to up in front to his right. And then the, the right side would be Iranio. And the two strikers would be Dean Saunders and Kevin Hector. The, obviously, you've seen what, probably three. Maybe four good derby sides in different decades. Yeah. How do they com- how do they compare to each other? Who's was it? The seventies far and away the best, or seventies um, was yeah. Seventies was a great side. Um, obviously, you, your managers at the time were such big big characters. But then again, as I was sort of saying that we, we, uh, Arthur Cox, huge character, um, and and then obviously Jim Smith coming in the nineties again, one of the old school managers who sort of, you know, it got the respect of all the players. They go out and die for him in the shirt. Um, but all intrinsically footballing teams, you know, they were all good footballers that, that were in, in those 11, you know, and most of them, I would imagine you could sort of chop and change to play in different positions. They always said that McFarlane could basically play anywhere on the pitch. Mm. Um, I've seen Toddy play midfield and, as I've said to you before, Toddy was my all-time favourite and, you know, some of the games Toddy, I've seen him play where he's gone as an emergency central midfielder and he's just smashed it, you know, because he's quick, he can tackle, he can pass. Um, so, yeah, the, the 70s side, again, and the thing I've not done, because um, one, one area I struggled with was centre-halves because we've had so many mm. good quality centre-halves and I mentioned like Tamori of the latest batch there, uh, Barker and Buxton. Um, and then you look at and then we go back. Um, Chris Riggett, Danny Higginbottom were, were a great combination. Um, and then we've got um, people, again, that people forget, Taribo West, mm. who was, was superb for us. You know, he yeah, very, he very rarely put a foot wrong. Um, and the one I, I did leave out again, who's was absolute quality, was Paul McGrath. Um, and again, he's made based, a lot of people's. Yeah, McGrath was excellent, absolutely superb. 
played towards the end of his career with us. But Roy Mack, finest centre half I've seen, and and Wrighty wasn't far behind. And again, Mark Wright played in a World Cup semi final, uh, went on to win honours with Liverpool, FA Cup, etc. So, so we, we've always had good centre halves. That was an area that I was consciously it was going to be difficult. And also, and something I've omitted is wingers. And I've got Hinton and McMinn on the bench. Yeah. Um, and it was sort of really trying to... I wanted to accommodate as many of the footballers as I could. And if you've got your Azanoviches or your Aranios or people like that, they're going to give you width at times, you'd, you'd hope, um, in a hypothetical 11. Um, but wingers, and again, Hinton was unbelievable. Mm. Um, one of the most accurate crosses of a ball and set piece deliver that we, we ever had. Um, going on then to sort of late seventies where we picked John Robertson up. Okay. It was outside of his, his time. Um, you know, when he was sort of at his peak with Forrest, but also again, scattered around that period, we had Leighton James, yeah. who won player of the year. And the story goes that after the season, he won Derby's player of the year. Tommy Doherty came in as manager and he got the squad in the changing rooms and he looked around at his new squad and he said, how many Welshmen have we got in here? And Leighton James and Rod Thomas put their hands up and Tommy Dot went, one, two, two too many for my squad. And they were gone within a week. Really? Leighton James was on fire for us uh, the season before and Rod Thomas, again, he'd won the championship with us in 74, 75. So we lost two really good players there. Uh, but well, Leighton James... Yeah. Was a great player, great player, and, and Rod Thomas as well. I've met Rod a few times through through Jerry Daly, and, and Jerry Jerry tells us similar stories about Tommy Doherty, where he basically left Man United um, because he basically got told you went to the Belfry in China for Derby because Tommy Doherty got rid of him. He didn't want to come down, ended up coming yeah. down and enjoying it, and then Tommy Doherty came and took over. Yeah, yeah, um, and again, you mentioned a player there again, and Jerry was borderline to get in my, my, my sort of squad and very unlucky he didn't get on my bench because Jerry Daly was awesome for Derby. He was world class, wasn't he? He was absolutely superb in a Derby shirt and uh, one of those that actually did come off for us at that time. We, that sort of, after the champion, the second championship winning team, we, we struggled for players. We had managers like Addison came in and Newman and, and uh, Colin Murphy and Colin Murphy had a reasonable side together, but I don't think he really... He was a good manager, but didn't really have the respect of the players, probably. Um, but um, but Jerry Daly, yeah, was was awesome for us. But I mentioned Lane James, but there's one of the two other... And your dad will know about these players. There was a guy called Jerry Ryan, who played on the left wing, who sort of replaced Leighton James. Um, mm. Irish guy, played, played for Ireland. We sold him to Brighton, and he played in the FA Cup final in 83 against Man United for really? Brighton. He had a season where he was untouchable. He was absolutely superb. And we had a guy called Terry Curran or Tony Curran, whatever they wanted to name him. It changed from Terry to Tony from time to time. He was a great winger. And a lad also played right wing called Steve Carter. And Steve Carter, again, had a couple of great seasons for us, um, particularly when he had a, a guy called David Langan who played right back. And David Langan, again, was always an 8 out of 10 player for Derby. He was a superb right back and he's, he's very much forgotten about when people sort of look back at, at good size because he started sort of getting into the mix Langan just as the sort of the great side of the 70s was dismantling and he came in at a, a, you know, a time where I think it, had he been around two or three years earlier he'd have been a good shout to have probably threatened Rod Thomas for the right back role. Um, yeah. look, 
looking further forward, I, I would have put money on you having Bobby in there as it is one of your yeah. two forwards. Bobby loved him, absolute legend. But I had this conversation with somebody who picked Bobby in front of Dino, and I said, "Well, Bobby, when we got promoted, he, he, he did struggle against the better players when we got promoted to the top division. Um, he didn't score a lot of goals in Div One. He, he set Div Two alight. Him and Phil together were, were unbelievable. You know, they got twenty goals a season for a couple of seasons." Um, but when we made that jump to that top division, as happened with uh, the Billy Davis side, mm. a lot of them didn't cut the mustard, did they? You know, I mean, yeah. Stevie, Stevie Howard, massive powerhouse, goal-scoring legend. But when we went up, you know, playing against international central defenders every week, yeah, he was nowhere near, was he? It's tough. And um, and for me, Saunders, the two seasons that we had out of him, he was just different class. Mm. You know, he ripped defences to pieces. You know, Man United used to come and I think he, he used to step up another gear. And mm. uh, there's a story about, you know, him running Steve Bruce into the ground and and um, Alex Ferguson shouting across to Steve Bruce, just give him a kick. And apparently Dean Saunders looked across at Alex Ferguson and puffed himself up and said, but he's too fat to catch me. And the <laughs> was going mad, absolutely mad on the side. And... Um, but yeah, Saunders for me, that those two seasons, he, he was electric. And every game, you just thought he'll score today, you know, yeah. and, and all kinds of goals as well, you know, headers and looping volleys and touch, you know, little first touches into the near post. He was sticking away. So, so yeah, it was a tough one. And Hector speaks for himself. I mean, he's the greatest striker we've ever had. How does he uh, compare? Who would you compare to uh, with him? To in the modern game, who is he? Who's he most like? Because obviously, I, I know about the legend of Kevin Hector, but I couldn't put yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult to pinpoint. Mm. He was, I would say, and again, it's not up to date, but he was a sort of Frank Zola type player. Yeah, okay. I'd, I'd probably liken him to Zola in sort of build and torch and. And again, all kinds of goals he scored. You know, not like Zola, probably not so many with his head but in different positions inside the 18-yard box where he'd, he'd steal a yard, he was, mm. he was unbelievable. Um, and, uh, and again, very rarely got injured because, and this was the days when, when people used to fillet you in a tackle. Yeah. You know, he just rode tackles for fun and skipped across the mud on the baseball ground. And he, he was just you know, a different level to what we'd had in the past and, and probably what we've had since. Mm. Yeah, so. You got any subs? Yeah, I got subs. My subs were um, I got Poom on the bench, uh, McGrath, um, Bruce Rioch again, and Bruce was a real toss up. Um, between, I think Bruce got him a dad's. Yeah, yeah, he was that close. He, he was my twelfth man. Rioch was. Um, it was either him or Gemmel. Um, and I, I went for Bruce or, or Arania was the other one. That's how highly I rated Bruce because, you know, Bruce scored a lot of goals. Um, deadly shot. Um, over five yards, one of the quickest players I've seen off the mark. Yeah. Uh, went, went from naught to 60 just like that. He was incredible over a short. Um, and a hard man as well. Hard as nails, you know, really got stuck in and... Um, yeah you know, dug in when he needed him to. So, yeah, I've got him on the bench. Um, I've got uh, Ted McMinn on the bench. 
Ted messaged me last night, said it's the first time he's ever been satisfied to be on the bench. <laughs> he said, I looked at them and says, what a team. He said, I'm, he says, I'm content to be sub. Um, oh, brilliant. So, um, um, who else was the Hinton I've mentioned. King Cladsey was the one. And King Cladsey, again, was very, very close to... Even he was close that, in mind, very close in mind. The only reason that I, I did say to somebody, the only reason I didn't pick him in the end was because of the amount of games he played. And that wasn't, again, really his fault mm. because there was contract stipulations, allegedly, that meant if he played certain amount of games, et cetera, et cetera, then we had to pay him um, X amount more. And so, but I remember one game we played at the old Highbury, at Highbury and um, I think Toddy was manager at the time. And we, we got quite a few injuries. And I think it was a case of, we've got to play him. You know, there's nobody else fit to play in that mm. position. And I don't think he'd kicked a ball for probably six weeks uh, in anger for the, for, for the team. Probably come on for five minutes at the end. Um, and he, he had Petit and Vieira against him and he ran the show. Mm. He absolutely ran the show. We drew nil-nil and um, Lee Morris broke away in the 88th minute and got hauled down by Keown. Uh, Martin Keown hauled him down. Else we might have even nicked the win. Um, but that game, he was absolutely outstanding. I can remember um, going to one of the beanbacks um, that he used to do at Pride Park where we played Bolton away. And I yeah. can remember having a good game that day. And I can remember him doing about 12 kick-ups in the centre circle. He, the yeah. ball came to him on, like, on, the, on the bounce and he controlled it. And I remember everyone was going, wait, wait. Hey, it was King Clancy doing kick-ups <laughs> in the middle of a game in the centre circle against Bolton yeah. away. Oh, it was, it was amazing. You know, he was you know, very much like Azanovic with touch and awareness and you know he, he was he was a great quality player for us who well, if, if he'd have probably had two or three decent seasons for us I think you know we we could have done a lot better than we did around about that time when we were yeah, struggling definitely well thank you for your 11 how are you uh, how are you coping otherwise with everything that's going on at the minute are you battling on keeping busy yeah we just got to dig in haven't we buddy it's, yeah. um, it's, it's tough times uh, it's uncertain times um <laughs> But we've got to be thankful for what we've got and the fact that it's not great, it's not perfect that we're not seeing family and friends. And uh, I just want to go to a pub. I know, any, yeah. Any pub, I don't care. I, just want to go to a pub. I know. Well, I'm quite proud actually. I've not been to the pub for two weeks now. Well, you can't. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't go to a pub anymore, Blake. Oh. The Remember them days? Yeah, them halcyon days of like walking up to the pub and then getting a curry. It's uh, uh, them times we'll be back, mate. And the thing is, we'll appreciate it ten times as much when it. When it all yeah. Back. So, yeah, we've just got to be a bit patient, with it, mate. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Matt, for, for pleasure, joining man. us. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get you back on soon. Have another chat about yeah. something. I think you might be all-time yeah. Derbyshire eleven next. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd, yeah, we'll we'll do that. Yeah, I'd look forward to that as well. That'd be a good crack. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Well, cheers for that. Thank you very much, mate. Take care, pal. See you later. Yes. Yeah.